the sticks. This is episode 122, Sticks Gaming Podcast. Art's pointing at me. We're doing it virtual again, if you can't tell by my voice. And the the countdown is always like a thing. And then like as we're, as Art's counting down, the video pauses. I can't hear anything. All of a sudden, I just see this giant finger in the middle of the screen, which I'm assuming is my cue to start. So I'm yes. <laughs> I'm Mike Kernia. To my to my virtual right is Mike State Carnia. What's going on? To my virtual left, Art. There is no Dana, only Zool Rosian. That's right. I actually don't you helped, forget it. I helped a guy named Zool. What? Uh, what? This week. What? His last, what? Name Z-U, his last name was Z U L L. I'm assuming oh Zool. You you know what? If it's that close, you, you call him Zool. I mean, Mr. I, Mr. Zool. I would. <laughs> For the, for I don't think I can say that with a straight face. <laughs> for the for the record, we already have a uh, ongoing battle in my house, planning for our next dog after our current one dies for the naming rights. I'm, I'm fighting oh. hard for Zool. That's a good it's one. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. You gotta get two. You gotta get the keymaster, and you gotta get the the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. <laughs> well, uh, the wife's uh, plan is we're gonna get two, and she's gonna name one, and I'm gonna name one. And hers is going to be the, whatever the dog from Harry Potter is, and mine's going to be Zool. <laughs> it's going to be Zool and the other dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's a well, good dog. One of, one of those dogs is going to get more treats than the other from me. <laughs> <laughs> Much more love and cuddles and everything else. <laughs> here you go, Zool. I have a treat. Get the fuck out of here, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So this is a video game podcast. Last time we started with food. This time we're talking dogs. <laughs> it's really great. Um, so yeah, so we had so Art came up with a really good idea because from the last time we talked to now, the acquisition. I almost call it merger, which is incorrect. The acquisition of the <laughs> no, no, there was definitely cash changing hands. <laughs> right. Yeah, a lot, a, a whole big old stack of cash. Yeah. Went to, went to Zenimax, uh, you know, which is the parent company of Bethesda. So now the Bethesda game, you know, publishing family of, of studios is all underneath the Microsoft uh, banner now. So that, that was a big get for them. So Art had a really kind of a cool idea, which will uh, ranking our, our, our favorite first party IPs before and after the acquisition, right? That's that's the idea. Not so much ranking, but just compare and contrast how the Bethesda titles becoming first party titles affects the list. Gotcha. Kind okay. of see like what it what does does this really have that much of an effect or is it just all you know it's a big publisher getting bought out by a ginormous company. Gotcha. And right, is it, it that. is it a lot of you know just a lot of noise or is there actually substance there that's going to make you know kind of shake things up? It just it, it, was, it was huge. I mean, they had like a little roundtable talk. They kind of you know they they showed all these new Game Pass games are going to come out. Talked about how they're going to work collaboratively on new games in the future. It's it very exciting stuff. So we'll get to that in a little bit later. But uh, Snake, what you playing? All right. Um, so I've gotten probably oh, 17-ish hours into Bravely Default 2 now. I am finally in Chapter 2. Um, I have hit like a full-on I-need-to-grind area. Oh. <laughs> already because <laughs> um, like the, there's, I'm on a boss that I'm just getting destroyed on um, so I've kind of taken a break now from it because like I've had a couple grinding sessions like that and now that's just 
I like these games. I like these this type of RPG, but I always take breaks from them when I mm-hmm. when they, when it's when I get up to another like if I've already spent like three four hours grinding and I hit another point where I need to do that again. I'm usually like, okay, I need to take a break. <laughs> I need to go play something different. Um, so I jumped between like five different games. I played it like 15 minutes each. I felt I was like in like a fluke. Like I, I just, or just some kind of game funk. I couldn't like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, was, nothing was like grabbing me. Like, you know, it was weird. Um, so finally, I, I, uh, so you just started playing game, game pass roulette. Pr- pretty much actually. Um, kind of, uh, <laughs> so what, one of the games I landed on, uh, that actually, caught my attention for a little bit. Uh, it was a free game that Xbox gave us, uh, and totally unexpected, uh, the Lego Ninjaga, the movie video game. Okay. Um, so this is actually really cool. Like, it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, I haven't played a Lego game in forever. Um, it's kind of like a, like a, a, a little bit better, I think, of like, because like the Lego games, like, for a while, felt like the exact same game, just a different skin over it. Where this yeah. felt, you know, this one feels a little different i mean you're still doing like a lot of the same stuff but it feels different and because it's based off the movie the cutscenes look amazing it, i think they're straight from the movie i'm almost positive like that's i've how, never seen the movie but it seems yeah. like it that's how the lego the lego movie video game was like they would take okay. they would, the interluding in between the different sections had like plucked right from the movie like a, yeah. a scene from it so that that makes sense that's also how the yeah, 2016 so, ratchet and clank was yeah oh right yep yep so that so that was kind of neat to kind of see because then it felt like kind of like you know more it felt really good uh, and it's actually done really well it's really interesting um, so I just been dealing with that here and there and then um, you know we'll talk a little more about uh, everything else but uh, but now that Prey is on Game Pass and I waited till the FPS boost huh? on it as well oh man this game I I can't believe I waited this long to play this game it's it's pretty awesome I mean it's like Bioshock meets System Shock like I mean like you know like because like Bioshock like the more recent Bioshock we got you still got like more like the action and everything but then it hit but then it takes it back to old school kind of in ways with the System Shock where it's like more like exploring and like you got to be careful and things popping out at you and stuff um it's so smooth it's so that mm. that fps boost oh my god it is so smooth um and uh and the dolby atmos uh like emulated sound like it's not exactly dolby atmos but like you know the xbox is, if i had that um it, it sounds so good it sounds everywhere <laughs> and it like creeps me out from time to time like all of a sudden i'm like oh god where's one of these mimics i can hear it where is it it's behind me somewhere um uh, so that was so that's really neat. So I'm really gonna dive more into that. Uh, I'm looking forward to really getting more into that now. Um, and then, uh, and then the only other thing is the uh, the nice uh, Xbox uh, wireless headset. Um, sounds good. Uh, it's kind of neat the uh, the connection. So I had it earlier. I had it connected to my computer and the Xbox at the same time. And I was watching uh, Captain America: The First Avenger on my Xbox while I was doing some work. And then, but then I heard the chime for my Facebook Messenger, and my while I was watching the Xbox, while I was still watching the Xbox, because you can have it simultaneously connected. So that was awesome. I was like, that was kind of really cool. Like, oh, nice. cool. I, I know on my PC. Let me jump back over to Messenger. Act like, like I'm working. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like now I want to test it. Like, oh man, you know, I got a meeting. I got a meeting tomorrow. Maybe I should see what, what I'm going on. See if I can focus on two things at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but so far so good. And you guys said the microphone sounds pretty good. So that's yeah, it's nice. It's kind of nice. It's got these 
got the dials here to control the sound, which is really neat. So I don't have to like necessarily jump into the guide button and adjust, adjust with the volumes and everything, which is kind of a pain when you're in the middle of something and all of a sudden it's super loud. <laughs> yeah, well, I said I, I I watched a review for those because I was kind of interested in my, in it myself, and that that was like the thing that that um, intrigued me the most was just like the two dials on each each one of the ears, and then there's two uh, there's basically two of the buttons like there's a, a mute button I think and a microphone, and then yep. they have like the one big button. That's like kind of like the pairing and everything else. Pairing it, pairing and uh, in the power up. Yep. Yeah, and that's kind of it. And like mm-hmm. I have the uh, the platinum headsets for PlayStation, and like half the time I got to take them off. Be like, what the hell am I doing here? Because like I don't like you know it's like all the buttons feel the same. Right. I, I got to oh, yeah. figure out what's what. So like just having like very distinct layout and very distinct like you know button feel for everything, I think is a is a genius move for like ergonomically. Yeah, no, that's nice. I mean, and then also too like. As you can see, kind of the reflection here, it's got this, you guys can see, uh, but it's got this, like, light for the microphone, and then like that, so you know if it's, like, muted or not. And it has, okay. like, a, it has some settings where you can do some auto-mute, which I have not messed around with yet, but I heard it's kind of hit or miss with it, where, like, if you're not talking at all, it'll, it'll, it will mute your microphone for you, like, automatically, mm-hmm. until you start talking again. And I've heard, I've heard mixed things on that. I haven't tested it yet, but I'm, I'm kind of curious. But it's kind of neat to have kind of a feature like that. Hey Art. Yo. Which plane? Um, nothing new, and honestly, nothing really interesting. Playing. So my turn or what? Pretty, I mean, pretty <laughs> much. But playing Ma- playing Madden on the Xbox, you know, because okay. I try to find safe games to play with the kid in the room. I can't can't really fire up Doom and do any ripping and tearing while the kid's sitting right there. <laughs> um, and then just Rainbow Six on. PlayStation new season launched yesterday. Uh, that's the thing. All right. All right. I've been playing three new things, and one is extremely old. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I feel I feel like I should start with the old thing because it's just so stupid. Um, I told you guys last time I bought the NFL head coach 09 yes. to play oh, on PlayStation right. three. Man, I I would love an updated version of that game because it's exactly what I was looking for in terms of just like the full on, you know, coaching simulation. Stay, what are you doing? Are you like are you like building a chair right now? No, I was grabbing the beer. It sounds like you're for a cooler. A <laughs> no, I was ripping it off. It was in the drawer, and I was ripping it off the thing. My, My sorry, God. <laughs> I mean, it did sound like, like you were like shuffling through a cooler. So good. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Good. Anyway, NFL head coach. I know I, you're interrupting my I'm, my review I'm so of sorry. the game from I, I know. 2009. I'm so sorry. <laughs> your twelve your twelve year old review. So, um, yeah, I, I would love an updated version. And the number one thing I love most about it is like when you start the season, um, like you start your new career, you can start right at the preseason of like that season, or you can rewind to right at the end of last season so you can do all the free agency and all the draft before your first season. So, and, but it, and they have all the players that got drafted that year all got put back in the draft. So, like, everything's kind of up for grabs from the very beginning. This was the uh, Matt Ryan, Joe Flacco quarterback year. Um, <laughs> who else? And, and this, like, going to the blast from the past of this thing was just – it was amazing. Just to see, like, you know, some of these players you haven't heard heard of or thought of in forever. Most of them retired at this point. Um, like, in the draft, being able those, to get picked up. All those first-round busts. 
<laughs> yeah, including the, the Bears. I, cause I looked it up. The Bears picked like some like tackle. Williams, I think it was. Uh, Chris Williams. Yeah, and, th- and that was the year they also picked up Matt Forte in the second round. Matt Forte was gone by the time I got to my second round pick, Ooh. for the record. Um, but this had, had Chris Johnson was in, was in, this, was in this draft. Um, God, who else? There's a bunch of, like, like wait on the list. Like, Pierre Garçon was, like, ranked, like, a 40 overall. Like, you know, there's, like, little stuff like that. Just, like, little fun stuff. But what I really like about it is, like, it really goes, like, hour by hour, day by day when you're doing the, the offseason stuff. And, like, it'll come up with, like, you can bid on the on free agents. Not necessarily signing them, but you have you got to bid on them first to get the rights to even, like, negotiate with them. And, like, and each, one, each free agent will pop up on your to-do. Like, it's called a clipboard, like your to-do list. And you got to click on each individual one and bid on each individual one and do all that stuff to, um, to, to actually interact with each individual player. Um, they have all, like, the draft scouting. And then you send, like, your scouts out to colleges. You send your scouts out to um different like conferences like you just and you just there's just so much information leading up to that draft and, and the draft is so much fun and you can do so many different trades and you can put people on a trading block and you can you can literally put like a feeler out there like i had cedric benson on my team and i was really trying to trade him really hard <laughs> um, hi mike why would you want to do that yeah come on now i know well my, my running backs were cedric uh cedric benson and the other adrian peterson so um <laughs> that's why i needed some help um, but that was one of my goals, though. One of the main reasons I, I was trying to do that was one of my goals for like the, for the offseason was to upgrade my halfback position to an 85 or more. You can either do a draft, you can do a free agency, and then depending on how you do these goals, um, your uh, what do they call that? Like your confidence ranking and ownership in in your in your locker room and fans, like all those all those things fluctuate uh, based on you doing well in the games, obviously getting free agents, meeting these goals, um, even looking like prepared when you go to the field. Cause throughout the week you gotta have practices and you gotta like target your practices. Mm-hmm. I started I started a new um uh, <clears throat> since I've been I was a new head coach and I put a new offense in, no one knew anything. So it was like you're starting from complete scratch on the offensive side of things. <laughs> so like I'm I'm you know and I got a new quarterback. I drafted Joe Flacco. Um, funny, th- funny thing is you can mean your third year as the Bears coach and they still won't know anything. Uh, and and there's even like you can you can upgrade your coach, like all your coaches, like your offensive coordinators, your quarterbacks, coach, your trainers. You, you upgrade all of them with like a skill tree. So like as like you're going along, there you have skill points to put into their skill tree to like improve quarterback play retention. Like I guess like they can actually lose lose uh, knowledge on plays if you don't run them enough over time. So if you if you it's it's that's how like minutia this thing is. Like it's so drilled down deep into it, and I love it. Um. The game itself, like when you're in the game, I think is a PlayStation Two graphics. I think <laughs> maybe, like, and and they just call the plays. And when like yeah. big thing, big things happen, you gotta make decisions. And like those decisions to also change your confidence ranking as you go along. So like not only like when I did the like when I did the draft, I, they wanted me to pick someone in the first round that I didn't want to pick. Like the general manager did, so I went was against someone else. So the general manager had less confidence in me because I picked somebody else. Same thing with on, on the field. Like if I just had to go for it on fourth and short, the fans will love it, ownership will hate it. But if I get the first down, like everyone gets a boost thing because I got the first down. Just like little things like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I absolutely love that game so far, and I can't believe I'm playing it. Um. <laughs> you going for the platinum? There is. Th- this is before <laughs> trophies. It's pre-trophies. Oh, trophies. oh my goodness. Okay. So no. 
Um, all right, so let's talk about two more modern games I've been playing. Uh, I played, I went and played all the way through Maquette, uh, the PlayStation Plus game mm. uh, going on right now. That puzzle game, that that recursive puzzle game, where it's like um, in the middle of your play area, there's like a little, looks like a like a toy, almost like a, like a dollhouse, but it's like of the same city you're in. So if I take mm. a key, like a normal size key, and then I drop it in the play, um, the I'm gonna keep all a dollhouse. If I keep it from dropping the dollhouse. I turn around, that key is now gigantic in my in my level, in my size of world, because it's it's if it's small there, it looks big in comparison, like, you know, size wise to the dollhouse. Um, and then all the puzzles are all based off of that. Um, and everything's intertwined with a, a story based on a couple and their journey as a couple. I don't want to spoil it if anyone's played because it's kind of story heavy. It has some really cool beats and um story moments as you go along through all these puzzles. Um, so I appreciated that. Uh, the game itself is fine in terms of a puzzle game. Like, it didn't, it's not busting my brain. And it also didn't, like, oh, that's really cool. I figured that out. Like, it's kind of in between. <clears throat> like, it's, it's difficult, but nothing's like, man, that's really cool. I just did that. Or, man, I feel like a genius because I figured that out. Um, everything is, because it's basically the same kind of puzzle over and over again. Like, it's, do you want this thing to be big? Do you want this thing to be small? And where does it need to be placed? Uh, that's kind of like what the, the, the vast majority of the puzzles are. Um, but I did enjoy it. And again, it's on PlayStation Plus. So I would definitely give it a whirl. It's a PlayStation 5 game. Um, it, looks, it looks good. It doesn't look like, man, that's next gen. Um, but it, play, it plays really great. Uh, I get to do a couple of things. I got a trophy for a leaf in a play area when I wasn't supposed to. So that's nice. I figured that out. Um, a little stuff like that. And last but not least, um, I found this game on, kind of on the cheap. Like They had it on sale at Best Buy, and I had a... Uh, uh, promo coupon from them for five dollars off. So I bought Mortal Shell. Um, mm. They just came out with a next gen enhanced edition. Man, let me tell you how much I appreciate how easy this was to do. Like I, I got on the Xbox because it was actually it was for some reason the Xbox version was ten dollars cheaper than the PlayStation version. Don't know why. Don't care why. Um, bought the Xbox version, put it in, and you know a couple seconds <clears throat> passed by. It's like, hey, there's an enhanced edition. Do you want the enhanced edition? Like, of course I do. Of course I want the enhanced edition. And that's all I had to do. And I'll, it was downloading. It was it was <laughs> download. It was streaming from the from the disc. It was pulling the enhanced visuals from the internet, and I had it all downloaded and ready to rock and roll in like ten minutes. It was awesome. Um, now the game itself is. I mean, it's a Souls-like game, so it, it's it's supposed to be like a more confined, um, shorter Souls-like game, which really drew me to it because like some of those games are so long. And like to, I, in my Souls like experience was Bloodborne, which I played a lot of twice, and um, a Sekiro. Sekiro didn't stick with me; that was way too hard. Bloodborne I really liked it; just hit me weird to, both times I played it. This one is supposed to be like ten hours to finish, and I don't know how that's even possible because it took me about two and a half hours to get to that point where like, okay, I know what I'm doing; I can live. <laughs> I'm beating enemies. I'm beating bosses now. Um, so I, I've gotten to the point where I've actually I, I've taken down two bosses. Um, and the, 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 I don't want to say the gimmick, but like the hook, the, the mechanic that, that's different in this game than the other Souls-like games is like you are kind of like this, I don't even know how to, how, to, how to describe it. You're like a, you're not, you're not an exoskeleton. <laughs> Mac? The other things are exoskeleton. You're like, I don't know, you're like a humanoid being that can inhabit dead, certain dead bodies. So you find a dead body, um, and then that is who you're playing as now. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure out who those individual dead bodies are, but each of those each one of those people have like different attributes too. 
So it's like, like my with is just like basic. Like agility is the same, endurance is the same. Like everything is down the middle, like as even as possible. But the first, the first shell I found had like way more health, but like way less stamina. Um, okay. And the third one I found was the opposite. It had way more stamina, way less health. So like they all have different abilities and 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 uh, and, and backstories. And just like any of those Souls-like games, like you're, you're finding either, you know, Souls or uh, Blood Echoes from Bloodborne. And this one, they're finding what they call Tar, which is just something to collect off people. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know the, the, what Tar is. Um, <laughs> as all these games are, they're very ambiguous in story and what the hell's going on. Um, but that Tars are things that you collect, you collect them, you turn them into... Um, you turn them into this lady, <laughs> and she gives you abilities. So you find Tar, and you find um, oh my god, what's the other thing called? Not insights. I'm not gonna remember it. But you find this other 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 piece that's harder to find, and like you need three of those, and like you know, eight thousand Tar to to download this new ability or to get this new ability. Now, it took me really long to find the the main tower. It has all of my stuff in it, so I died so much in the first two <laughs> hours of, of me playing this game. I figured I knew I was doing something wrong, and like the very first path, the very first like opening you you go to, there's like three openings, and I just picked the wrong one. If I would have gone straight, killed two guys, I would have gotten to a point where I could find my my lady. That I can upgrade my shells. I can find my lady where, or the guy I can upgrade my gear. I can find the guy who can sell me like you know health potions and stuff like that. So it's just like, okay, now that I found these guys, I know what I'm supposed to do in terms of they give me the story I was supposed to actually follow and go find. And then um, actually the ability to start actually uh, killing people. But those first like two hours, it was like one of those things where like, okay, I know this game's supposed to be frustrating, but I'm very frustrated. Um, <laughs> but overall, like, I, I, but once you get five, six, but you know, all those games had that like, that hump to get over. Like Bloodborne has it like that main street um, that you just get wrecked on the first time you go down it. And then it's like you start building up, building up, get a little bit further down that street, building up, get a little bit further down that street. And as you know, you're just tearing through that street. Um, I needed to find my street in this game. I think I finally found like the loop I need to do to kind of like just, you know, farm, farm some tar to get to the point where I, I upgraded my weapons and things like that. So now that I've kind of got that, that stuff down, um, I think I can finally progress on, on a more steady basis, but uh, the fighting is man, it's 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 brutal. It's, it's re- like every <laughs> every enemy is is a, is a legitimate threat. Like even like the easiest ones can like if you get mo- if you get more than two of them, and like you mi- and you misfire on like a, a parry or misfire on um, the way you block in this game is like you're you you actually make like a sh- like you call it it's called harden, and you harden your outer you harden your outer shell. And it like so, someone hits you, and he like bounces off you, and then kind of stuns them, and you can then you can go in for attack. So if you like mistime some of those things, there's more than two of those guys on you, you're in trouble. So there's a lot of like one thing I'm, I'm kind of finding myself doing, which I don't necessarily like, but I don't know if again I might just be playing the game. I don't know, but I'm, I'm definitely cheesing the systems. So I know like all right, these these little guys can see me from further away than the big guy. So I'm gonna creep up until the little guys see me and i'm gonna i'm gonna run away and kite them over to me and kill them real quick then have to have that you know that bigger guy to myself 
Um, so, like, again, I don't, am I cheesing it? Am I playing it? Hard to say. Um, but I'm really liking is it, it. Like, isn't that the Souls like theme? Like, you know, like sometimes, like you gotta get to that point where, like, you just gotta cheese it. Sometimes, like, you find that thing that works. It's like, all right, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing this until it doesn't work anymore. Like, oh. <laughs> so I, I don't think I was supposed to get to this boss yet. Um, uh, each one of the each one of the shells I think has a boss, and you, and you can have each one of the, you have a couple of different weapons you can get. And I kind of just like stumbled upon this boss that had, had, had a new weapon, and like, I just kept I just kept being like just far enough away from him to do like a thrusting move. And I think I probably just hit him with just like the tip of my my sword. And I would run away. <laughs> then I would do it again. And I would run away. And right. it was like and I just did that for like probably fifteen minutes before I finally killed him. Um, <laughs> but it worked. I got his mace. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's little things like that, that is just like, I don't know if that's just like a, a matter of tuning differently, or if that's just how those games work or, or whatever, but overall, I am really enjoying it. Um, I would kill a man for a map then that game though, because everything kind of looks the same. I'm like, <laughs> I know, like, I don't know if this is where I was supposed to go or not. And they don't tell you, they don't, they don't care about your time at all. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, really digging Mortal Shell. Uh, I mean, so the Enhanced Edition just came out for PlayStation 5 and Series X. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, I'd definitely go for it. All right, I'm done talking. Snake, what's coming out in the next couple weeks? All right, got a few things here. Um, March 23rd, Overcooked, All You Can Eat is coming out for PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox. All right. Uh, March 25th, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. For PC and Xbox. Now, if you guys did want to jump into a Yakuza, this would not be a bad one because it is the last of the, the, the last one? series. It's the last one, but when you, there's there's a part right at the beginning where you can see it basically summarizes every game. You okay. can talk to like five different people, like six different people, and it, and each person you talk to summarizes like Yakuza zero through five. All right. So how how long are those cutscenes? They're not they're not terrible. They're not, honestly they're not that long. I, I would say they summer like I mean obviously you're, you're not getting like the whole chunk of it, but you're getting like the, the the important bits of it. So I'd say at the most five minutes. Okay. At the very most, yeah. Uh, on March twenty sixth, Bolan Wonderland for PC, Switch, PS four, PS five, and Xbox. Uh, Square Enix does have a direct tomorrow. Um, at, well, tomorrow from when we're recording this, I have a feeling that's getting delayed. I just have this gut feeling uh, that it will be announced that it's getting delayed during that, just because of the way the demo was and the yeah. response to the demo. <laughs> it was universally panned from the demo. I mean, again, demo is a demo, but just like I don't, I didn't see a single positive thing about it. Nope. So. We'll see what happens there. Um, also on March 26th, it takes two from on PC, PS4, PS5, and Xbox. Also on March 26th, Monster Hunter Rise for the Nintendo Switch. And also on March 26th, the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Well, do, you know um, con- well, do you know what the convoluted upgrade method of that is? Uh, it gets me very angry. <laughs> Which game is this? Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Right oh, Jesus. So, yeah, 
So PlayStation, if you have physical or digital, it doesn't matter. You get the upgrade. Uh, you could, uh, well, if you get the digital deluxe, you get it. You get the upgrade, I believe, for free. If you have the physical or standard edition, you could pay $10 to get the upgrade. On Xbox, if you have the digital deluxe, you get you you get the you get the upgrade. But if you have the physical or the standard edition, you're out of luck. Period. What? Yeah. That makes because, sense. Well, because Phil Spencer says you are not allowed to uh, charge to upgrade the game. So the Activision's way around that. Fine. They give us a whole another fifty dollars for the game, and I will not be doing that. Forget no. that. Screw that. That's no. ridiculous. That makes me very angry at Activision. Hundred percent. And like, I mean, I don't know what that upgrade is going to be. Was it like going to be ten bucks? Ten. It's ten bucks. Yeah, it okay. is. I mean, I mean, if, if the option there for t- was for ten dollars, like, yeah, I wouldn't be happy about it. But fine, I'd do it. Like, because it's just like it's ten dollars. It sucks, but whatever. It's fine. It's at least. But I'm not paying a whole other fifty dollars for it. And Xbox. Yeah, but, but, uh, yeah, no way. And but like, I don't know. I didn't go back into control and even like look at the up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't done that yet with my PlayStation Five. I 100 percent at both the, the you know one and two. Like, I can't. I don't know. It just. I, I just don't know how. I don't know. This feels like one of those things that they could they could have just done, and everyone's <laughs> happy. And like yep. everyone was already super happy with Tony Hawk One and Two, you know what I mean? Like, like why, why, why do you gotta put it? Why do you gotta put a turd? Hundred <laughs> percent. Like I just don't know. Hundred percent. I was, I was very upset, as I'm sure you guys saw on Twitter. I was very upset. You're uh, upset about a lot of things on Twitter. Yeah, that's what Twitter's for. Yeah, I was saying it's, it's like seventy five percent of your Twitter existence is to be angry about things. Yeah, pretty much. Your, your Twitter personality uh, is my real life personality. <laughs> you gotta give that somehow, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, on March 30th, uh, every single Kingdom Hearts game that exists will be out on the PC for the very first time. That's pretty cool. Uh, also on March 30th, uh, Disco Elysium, the final cut, is coming for PC, PS4, and, uh, and uh, PlayStation 5. And I believe the Xbox version is supposed to be sometime later this year. Okay. So I think it's a, just so it's a time exclusive for PS5, which I've heard so many great things about that. I'm I'm very tempted. Yeah, I'm, that sounds like a game for me. It also, mm-hmm. has like a detective story in it. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a game for me. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. I'm just hoping it doesn't like. I don't know much about it, and I'm probably just going to jump into a blind just based on like reputation alone. The last time I did that was Kentucky Route Zero, and I was not a fan. Well, go on. So, <laughs> you have Steam installed somewhere in your house? Yes. Go into Steam and go <laughs> in the store and look at the trailer they have on there. I can just look at a trailer on YouTube, can I? Um, you run the risk well, of... You be Steam. Well, nah. Steam, you know, is the trailer they released. You go to YouTube and you search for it, you might get... Who knows what. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Or, I mean, worst comes you can always go walk. I mean, if you watch a walkthrough of like the first chapter, like, you know, that won't spoil too much. Then you can kind of get a good idea if it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I do know about this new edition, it includes full voice acting, which is a big plus. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then finally, uh, on April 1st, Outriders for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Stadia. We'll dive into that a little bit more in just a second here. Yes, we will. Um, so, so as we talked about earlier, uh, the Bethesda purchase, the Zenimax purchase, has been completed. 
So as of March 12th, we got a buttload of games added to Game Pass. So All right. here we go. So write that down. Scientific Journal's 20 is a buttload. Oh, damn it, Art. <laughs> Why are you louder than me on this? This is exactly what I was going to say. For now, it's forever. 20 is a buttload. There we go. Hey, I'll we're going to... I have one buttload of bagels. I like it. I like it. <laughs> 20 is a good round number. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so we got Dishonored Definitive Edition for console, PC, and cloud. Dishonored 2, console, PC, and cloud. June 1993, console, PC, cloud. June 2, June 3, June 64, June Eternal. All those, all of the Dooms, cloud, PC, <laughs> and cloud. Um, the Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. For console and PC, that was Elder fun. Scrolls, yeah, yeah, Morrowind's a good one. Uh, Elder Scrolls Four, Oblivion for console and PC. The Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim Special Edition for console, PC, and cloud. Does the cloud count as a new a new release? Do we add that to another? <laughs> to another <Sure>. system? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uh, the Elder Scrolls Online for to cloud and console. Uh, the Evil Within to console, PC, and cloud. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention I did start that up again for the first time. Oh yeah, I got the I got the chapter two. It's just not grabbing me. I, I don't know. I, it's the same, it was the same thing. I I, I, I mean, well, I'll t- we'll talk about Bethes- Bethesda here as a whole in a minute. But just, it was the same thing for me. Like I was super excited for two. I was like, man, I gotta check out one before two comes out. Yeah, and like I just it just didn't do anything for me. I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard. To, I don't know what I didn't like about it, but it's just I don't know. I just it was like almost like too weird to to be like motivating for me to keep going. Like yeah. I had no there was no like reason. I, I don't know the reason that was where I was or what I was doing or why I was doing it. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. That was the thing. I can't I can't pinpoint exactly why it's not grabbing me, but at the same time, it's like. Uh, yeah, I got to a point where I was like, I was roaming a forest. I'm just like, oh wait, I hit the end of the level. Oh, when did that happen? Like it was kind of like one of those things. It was really weird. Um, I don't know. Uh, Fallout Four for console, PC, and cloud. Fallout seventy six console, PC, and cloud. Fallout New Vegas for console. Prey for console, PC, and cloud. Rage Two console, PC, cloud. Wolfenstein, the New Order, console PC cloud. Uh, Wolfenstein, the Old Blood, console PC cloud, and Wolfenstein, Young Blood, console PC cloud. There's a buttload. So that was all the buttload of. <laughs> <laughs> that was a full buttload right there. <laughs> and then, uh, are, do you have the FPS boosts that were added, or no? In your nope. news? No. Okay. Uh, well, let's see if I get this right. Prey, Fallout 76, Oblivion, and Skyrim, I believe. Those are the ones that got upgraded with the FPS boost. I believe. Someone can double check me on that. Prey and Fallout 76, I know for sure. Those two for sure. Is Fallout 4 on that list? Oh, yeah. Fallout 4 was on that list. I say you, right. you, you named four games or five. That's all I know. Okay, then I think that's it. I think that was what I was missing. Uh, let's see here. Okay, and now um, 
There's more Game Pass games that are non <laughs> non Bethesda, but even more Game Pass games. Most of the news stakes just going to cover here because <laughs> it's crazy. This is like this has been an insane week for Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Undertale is now available for cloud, console, and PC, which is awesome because I've actually never played it. So I am super pumped to give that a try. Uh, Empire of Sin for P- uh, cloud, console, and PC, March 18th. Yeah, buddy. I'm excited about that one. It's out now. I just started the download. Correct. Oh, nice. Uh, but maybe I Automata? shouldn't have done that when we're in the middle of a podcast. It's too late. Fine. It's too late. I've gone too far. It's all right. Uh, Near Automata for PC, uh, March 18th. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons for console, March 18th, is being added to EA Play, which is also part of Game Pass. Uh, Torchlight 3 for PC, March 18th. Genesis Noir, PC and console on March 25th. Uh, super crazy excited for this, which I did not expect and did not know this was happening. Octopath Traveler. Mm-hmm. Or console and PC on March 25th. Yeah, I, I, did a double, awesome. I did a double take on that when I saw that. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Exclusive, exclusivity is finally up on that. Um, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire Ultimate Edition for PC on March 25th. Supra Land on PC from on March 25th. Uh, as we said earlier, uh, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. Uh, for cloud, console, and PC on March 25th. Narita Boy for console, cloud, and PC on March 30th. And as we mentioned earlier, Outriders for cloud and console on April 1st. Day one release. I'm excited about that one because I think they have a cross-play on that, so that's going to save me money on a game that I wasn't pumped about paying full price for. Yes, they do have crossplay. I hear right now, currently in the beta, it's not working fantastic. <laughs> uh, so hopefully wow. by April first they fix that. Um, but uh, but yeah, but no, but everything that I've been hearing from people and stuff, it sounds like everyone like this is the right call for Outriders to get a to get a fan base going. Yeah, I mean, I played I played through the demo and I don't remember what the what the retail on that was fifty sixty. It was higher than uh, sixty. Yeah, it was it was more than I really wanted to pay for that game. Yeah, I would say probably you know if I bought that on day one forty is about as high as I'd want to go. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad to see it going to Game Pass. Yeah, I'll give it. A, I'll definitely. Uh, I played a little bit of the demo. It was it was neat. Um. But uh, yeah, this will uh, entice me to jump in with friends because I know some friends that were thinking about getting it. I wasn't going to, but now that they are. Or now that they can just download it, why not? <laughs> right, Game Pass. Why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? That's right. Ah, uh, Kurt, your your motto it just it just fits. It, it never goes away. <laughs> that's it. Is that all yeah, you got? But... Go ahead. No, I can say that that's that is you know that's a buttload plus right there. That's, that's even more than a buttload <laughs> of games that got coming to Game Pass recently. And some of those are, re- I look really, really cool. Like, um, how uh, many, there, how, like two... how many games were on that extra list you had there? The, uh, not, the, not Bethesda. Let me count them. Let's we're, see here. We're going to coin a new term here. Oh, 
well, set a new uh, numeric 12. value. Okay, so 32, 32 is 32 an ass load, ass ton. In two weeks. <laughs> it's a baker's ass ton. The, does, it, does that mean that 30 is a standard ass ton? Yes. That that is, that's correct. <laughs> Everyone, update your uh, math classes. I, I can get behind this. Well, someone get the school district on the line. Someone needs to educate these kids. All right. I, I think is it is it is it time for news? It's time for news. The news. There's there's not That's a whole there's not a whole lot to the news here, but uh so the whole Microsoft purchase of uh Zenimax, uh they did a round table discussion the day that, that was announced. Uh the big quote to come out of that one is Phil Spencer saying this is about delivering great exclusive games on platforms where Game Pass exists. I think that pretty before that they were saying some games will be exclusive. I think Phil Spencer's comment there is pretty definitive on what they plan on doing with the Bethesda titles. Hundred percent. And one one of the things I was preparing for today was I was going to list off a, a bunch of Bethesda possible sequels coming out in the future. And do you think it's going to be exclusive or not? I decided to delete that after the, <laughs> after hearing this because. Uh, it sounds like everything that's not like when you say like legacy, I'm assuming that means like Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls Online and things you've already had out in the past running on on these other consoles are going to still be supported. Yeah, but, I, I don't think they're going to they're not going to go pull you know Fallout 4 and Fallout 76 from the PlayStation Store. It's still going to exist right. there, um, but you know when Fallout 5 comes out, that will be a Game Pass, Xbox and PC exclusive unless suddenly Game Pass shows up on Switch and PlayStation. And so, that's why I think he's been very strategic about how he said that. Oh, yeah. No, but I... Because I mean, I, I, there's still that... Because, like, PlayStation, I doubt, but the, the, the Switch, I'm still waiting for it to be announced for Switch. I am I, still waiting for that. With their, mm. with their great... With their great... I mean, they have a great relationship. It's obvious, so... If Sony called them and said, hey, what about Game Pass on PlayStation? They would absolutely go for it, because... Oh, Microsoft they, would do it. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't. They, they don't care what platform it's on. They want that subscription money, and if they can get it on every platform that's out there, that's a big win for them. Yep. Does that, so, so you guys, do you guys think that means Indiana Jones is going to be exclusive? I'm not sure that's about one. Ah, uh, man, that's one I was just like. <laughs> well, it, it's one. It's one they, they you know, they already announced that the contracts are, you know, inks already dry on those before this sale was completed. So that may already be decided before they ultimately have a say in it. Plus, I think Disney's probably going to want as much money out of that as they can get. True. Yeah. It's, I would assume part of the deal was like, we'll be, we will be delivering a product on these consoles. Right. You know, I, 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 I can't fathom they wouldn't have signed an agreement that didn't have that on there. Right. So I think that yeah. was that was the only one I was going to point to of being like, okay, that one's probably going to be on both. But I feel like everything else, everything Every, else, everything going forward, yeah, like everything that I would almost say hasn't been announced yet, <laughs> it's probably going to be exclusive I, going forward. What What about Starfield? Starfield be exclusive on Xbox. Xbox exclusive. The next yeah. Elder Scrolls, same deal. Yeah. All that oh. stuff. Elder Scrolls for sure, yeah. I, but I, I would say Starfield's one that they've been developing for a while now, so I'm just that's the only reason why I'm like, I still kind of hesitate a bit on that. But I think, but it's gonna be so big, like everyone's been waiting for it. Yeah, I think but it's I, ideal for just Xbox. <laughs> and, but it's also it's published by Bethesda. 
it is right. by Bethesda Game Studios as the developer. Bethesda so original like, IP. Have, right. They don't have like this some kind of you know weird corporation overlords signing a contract with them on this right. one. So like this I, that one, I think that's gonna be like that's gonna be the first big that nine billion dollars what the fuck they spent on it. I think that's gonna be that <laughs> first seven and a half. get back. How much is it? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Mike. Yeah. What's what's one and a half billion between friends? Woof. Sure, they got they got a stimmy check. They're good. Yeah, right. They got their Biden bucks. <laughs> did, they, did they count all their employees as dependents? Because that would be that would be a big check. Not all of their employees are American citizens. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but one of the things that out of that, like they mentioned that, you know, using working together to make game, you know, better experiences and better games. I'm, I'm hoping having the backing of Microsoft and only developing for one platform will help improve some of those launch bugs and issues that Bethesda games are well known for. Specifically, the the fallouts and the uh, Elder Scrolls of the world. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and also like that works in, like in the other way around too, where I assume. I mean, Doom's guns feel so good. Um, so maybe that's one of those things where, like, you know, the 343 is doing Halo now, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't know anything about Halo, for the record. Um, so, yeah, they're making that game They're making that game now. Do you think they'd go over to id Software and be like, hey, how does this feel? How can we make this feel better? You know what I mean? I, I just, I, I think that that collaboration really goes in both ways, and it's, no steel sharpening steel at this point, which is it's it's great. It, it they watching. I watched about half that roundtable, and that was really what I, I gathered from it is how collaborative <clears throat> they already have been before this this right. this acquisition, and now afterwards, like I can't even stand. They they can just have so much you know, so much um, information going both ways, um, systems going both ways, and people going both ways, and just there's so much they can do now. It's just that. Their stable of, of of developers is just so huge now. Um, time to get the games out. Yep. Yep. Isn't their next game coming out a PlayStation timed exclusive? <laughs> the next two. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the irony. Um. Oh, by the way, by the way, real quick. Speaking of of PlayStation exclusive Bethesda games, Deathloop, right? Yeah. So they've been having like. I think Game Informer is like that's like their highlight of this month. I think it's Game Informer, maybe it's IGN. Someone's doing like a a a, a month long profile. It's Game Informer, a month long profile on Deathloop, and mm-hmm. I still don't know how the multiplayer works. <laughs> awesome, perfect. So that's great. That's just, great. Just an FYI. No, no, no new news. Uh, the only. Other news item I have is today uh, on the PlayStation blog, they announced that they're adding 10 games to their play at home program, which uh, they had announced a couple couple weeks ago. They were putting Ratchet and Clank 2016 out there for free for people, anyone with a PlayStation account basically to go out and claim and download. Um, the games that they're adding are Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, which is a fantastic game, uh, Res Infinite, Subnautica, Ooh. The Witness, which has already been a PlayStation Plus game, but if you didn't yeah. grab it then, you can grab yeah. it now. Yeah. Uh, they threw a, some VR titles in here. Astrobot Rescue Mission, great game. Moss, I've heard nothing but great things about. 
Fantastic. Very, very good. Uh, Thumper. Awesome. Paper Beast. And Which I hear is excellent. And on April 19th, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. Which if you That's haven't played if you haven't played that by now, definitely grab that when it's out. But what's different on this list of games as opposed to like the PlayStation Plus games, like you own these. Like you don't yeah. like if you don't oh, okay. have PlayStation Plus anymore, like you you you, you still yeah, have you, these. You... So you so still that... want to claim them again. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you yeah, so if you claimed it, because that was the thing with the Ratchet and Clank, even yep. if you claimed it for the PlayStation Plus, you actually have to claim it again to fully own it then. Correct. So don't forget to do that. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like um, I mean, a few VR games in there, which are big, like good ones too. Like mm-hmm. ones that, like, I mean, still kind of early, early on games. But Paper Beast came out like the last couple of years. Um, so that that's kind of interesting how much VR pushing they're doing recently with Farpoint being on PlayStation Plus now. This, um, yeah, because because uh, Res Infinite has a VR mode too, which that right. always wanted. I always wanted to grab Res Infinite because of the VR mode, and I never did, and I'm glad I did it now. Because <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I'm so pumped to try that in VR. That game is so trippy. It's gonna yeah. be crazy. <laughs> I can't. Geez, I can't even imagine. But um, but yeah. But like the witnesses, like a lot of people love that game. Like I did. That didn't, like when I played that game, it was just like I was in the wrong headspace for it. So like I just and you need to be in the right headspace for the witness. Um, yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of really good games, and then you cap it all off with Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a phenomenal game. Yep. Get everyone ready for the next one. Yes, sir. All right. Um, that's it, right? That's it. All right, cool. So, all right, this was your idea. So I'm going to let you talk on it. What was. What, what was your idea? <clears throat> so, my idea was when I came, when this popped into my head, um, it was right around probably a, a week before they announced the, uh, the finalized acquisition of, uh, Zenimax by Microsoft. And I had the thought of, you know, everyone's, talking about this and hyping it up like it's you know such a huge deal and i thought to myself like what does this really do in the as far as the first party ips like what does this do does it shake does it actually shake things up like everyone's saying it's going to is it just going to be more games on xbox that you know they're first party but they're not that great you know kind of compare and contrast so what i wanted to do was take take our have each of us do a Top ten list of Microsoft and Sony first-party IPs before uh, the Zenimax purchase, and then adjust it for after the Zenimax purchase, and just kind of see what what changes for us. So it, it was really a loose criteria like that. It wasn't like what are your best, what are your favorite, what do you think the most influential ones are. It was kind of you know what do you think the top ten ones are for whatever reason you put them in there. Um. So we decided to do that. So, all right, the way I approached my top 10 mm-hmm. was I looked at them like I would like pair games off from each other and like which one would I rather play like right now? And then like I just, it was almost like a tournament style type of thing I did. So like <clears throat> did I want to play this? If, if these games aren't on the list, but like did I want to play, um, you know, Madden, or do I want to play MLB? Like, which one do I want to play for? Okay, Madden. Okay, that one goes up high. And then, like, I would go against the next one, and I would just keep moving that up until I get to where I was. Um, and my lists are very similar before and after Bethesda acquisition, to be honest. Yeah, but mine are you know, pretty similar, which obviously, obviously they're going to be, you know, you're not going to go from 
10 non-Bethesda games to 10 Bethesda, you know, right. IPs. That's not the way it's going to work. So, you know, they're going to be similar for all three of us. Mine was kind of, I went through lists of like all of Sony's first party IPs, all of Microsoft's first party IPs. And if I thought they would be for, and I have all kinds of reasons in my, I have my favorite games in there. I have ones that I know just kind of are, you know, really popular and really, you know, big for the video game industry. Uh, ones that are excellent at what they do. Um, and I kind of just made a list, go through the list, like, yes, this is one, this is one, this is one. You know, these stand out to me for whatever reason. Yeah. And then I paired that list down to 10. Um, okay. And then I took oh. the list and went through, went through Bethesda's list, and I'm like, okay, which of these titles could potentially be in this, you know, what I consider in the top 10? And I, you know, took those handful out and then looked at the list, like, would I replace any of the ones in my original list with these ones I pulled out here? Yeah, I also excluded anything that didn't like that felt like they're not making any more of them. Uh, like, I didn't put like Jack yeah, and Baxter on there because yeah. they're never they're never making any one of those ever again. All, all I, of mine I, are I, active IPs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 a couple of, like I'm looking right out my list. And I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wait a minute, those last couple I had, they haven't made it in a while, but I have a couple of replacements for it. But I'm like, man, but for me. Their top IPs were then, like, yeah, then whatever. I'm I saying with my, 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 but I'm with you. No, no, absolutely. Because it's like I would love to have these two back, but I have, I have, so I can, you know, these are basically yeah. For the way I did my list was like, all right, this is what I would play. As soon as I see a game, if I see a, a game coming out that is from this IP, I'm getting it. Like, and that's in, in that in that kind of order. Like that's that's kind of how I went about doing mine. Where then with adding Bethesda. It's the same list, just add, I added, you know, adding a couple and just moving it, shifting right. my original list down. Right, and, and like my, my list, I don't, I don't have them in a ranking order. I just have, I have 10 games and I swapped <clears throat> a handful out for the Bethesda games that I would put in that group of 10. Oh, I ranked them. Good for you. <laughs> I did mine. I, I ranked mine too. <laughs> Good for you. I did this in the middle of conference calls at, at work today, so. Uh, <laughs> all right, so how do you, do you want to do this, like, from, do you want to go, like, around, you want to do, like, my, me to read my list from 10 to 1 and then go to the next person, or how do you want to do this? Uh, I mean, read your list, and then I guess just tell us how it would change with Bethesda okay. games. So and, here and is the, my. I was going to say, like, we don't need to go a deep dive into what you put for whatever reason. I mean, you can if you want to, but. The, the the more of the talking point is just supposed to be, supposed to be the overall change in your list and gotcha. what yeah. we think that means. All right. So keeping okay. So I'll start at number ten. But it actually kind of surprised me. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is number ten for me because I, I said I played about twenty hours of that game, and I felt like I saw everything that game could do, and I was happy with it. But like I can't even. Like there's so much more there they could do and, and keep so much of what they already have done and be totally happy with it. Um, very excited to see what they're doing next with that one. Uh, number nine, the Ori series, two phenomenal games. Um, absolutely love them both, and I, I really hope they keep making them. Uh, number eight, Spider-Man. Again, two great games. Um, a game and a half, maybe. Game and three-fourths. <laughs> What's a game and a half? Okay. But yeah, I, both those love. I mean, then just the Spider-Man IP alone is, 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 is so great. And that game is still so satisfying just to swing around in. Um, number seven is Hellblade. I adore the first one. The second one is just on that first video is just such a hype moment for me. 
Um, I listened, I watched that video so many times. Um, and I'm just super excited to see what it actually is when it comes out. Uh, that's one of my most ex- excited or most anticipated uh, Xbox first party games coming out sometime in the future. We haven't really seen much past that initial video. Um, number six is Fable. Um, I almost didn't put it on the list because I don't know if it's real or not. I don't know if it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's real, I don't know if it's dead, I don't know if it's alive. Um, but I love the, I love number two. I like the third one. I actually still never played the first one. Um, but like they're probably putting a new one out. So I am, would love a new Fable game. Uh, number five is Gears. I've liked all the Gears games a lot. Um, that's one of those things I always end up buying right off. I will. I would have bought it off the bat if it wasn't for Game Pass. Um, number four is Uncharted. Uh, again, I don't know if they're dead or not yet. Both, you know, the the Naughty Dog franchises are like they can do whatever they want right now with with both of them. Like they both kind of wrapped up in a in a way that that might be the last one ever. Or they can do nineteen <clears throat> different side stories in the world they've created for both of them. So for sure. who knows? So who knows? Either way, but I, I just love the Uncharted series. I love. Um, I loved four. I loved four a lot. Uh, this way, it all wrapped up and ended. Uh, number three is Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West. Super excited for Forbidden West. Um, love, love, love that game. I cannot believe how much more time I put in that game. Um, number two is God of War. Excited for Ragnarok. Loved God of War 2018. Um, and then number one is Last of Us. God will, they will have my seventy dollars every time they want it. So the only game that now cracks my top ten is Elder Scrolls. Um, I played the hell out of Oblivion. I played Skyrim multiple times in multiple places for multiple hours. Um, I just excited to see. I'm so happy Art brought that up in terms of just like the the Bethesda jank. Um, is that still going to be a thing? God, I hope not. With the dump truck <laughs> of Microsoft money, like is that you know? I mean, again, I mean, Cyberpunk had a shit ton of money too, and that game was a disaster. So, like, and I mean, this next game is very far off because Starfield is going to be first. I'm really hoping developers everywhere use Cyberpunk as like a cautionary tale going forward. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think that I think that will be the case. Um, yeah, I put Elder Scrolls. Uh, it ended up being my number eight, right below Hellblade and above Spider Man. Um. And then when I was looking through, I don't want to like talk too much about what I excluded, but like Fallout was just there. Um, I love three. Art me art knows how much I love three. I played the bejesus out of three. New Vegas didn't vibe with, with me because it it did more of the survival stuff, which I wasn't in for um as much. Uh and I didn't even play four. Uh Wolfenstein, all, all Wolfenstein would have been number eleven, um, for me, to be honest with you, just because like I love those games. Um but I'd rather play I'd rather play an Ori game than play a Wolfenstein game to be honest. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the only thing that cracked into my top ten was Elder Scrolls. Steak, you want to go next or want me to go? Sure, I'll go really quick. Um, right, so you know I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep my original list here. So so my fir- first so before Bethesda, um, my first two here are IPs that don't really exist anymore but they were great um uh at number 10 uh siren siren was a fantastic horror game fantastic there was one on ps2 there's one on ps3 they were both absolutely incredible they were awesome i would love it's i doubt it's going to happen since 
it seems like Studio Japan's disappearing, yeah. uh, which is unfortunate. Um, but um, but those games were absolutely incredible because like like until Dawn kind of got there, but it was still like the Americanized version of like that where that's like sirens like the japanese horror like that kind of like it's like it's its own other genre <laughs> yeah they, they came out like the same time that like the ring came out it right was, like, it was, like, the that same, yes it was like the same yep. like the same vibe <laughs> to it no that was that was that's a good call i didn't even think about sirens yeah both those games are awesome um and then uh number nine uh siphon filter oh yeah it's fantastic it, those games were so good those games were so awesome um, even the PSP one was fan- was fantastic. Both of them, both um, of them were great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I would love to see them maybe bring that series back. You never know. Um, it seems like every generation they decide to bring some of the games back. So mm-hmm. that would that'd be awesome if we can maybe get a new second filter. Uh, so now let's get into more the modern stuff. Uh, number eight for me is Forza. I enjoy Forza very much. Um, I mean, I always hit a point where then it gets too hard for me. But like those first that first like week though. I play so much of it, and I I, I, I really enjoy Forza. Uh, number seven, Gears of War. Gears of War is just so good. It, I mean, it's just it always looks technically great, plays great, and everything. Uh, for number six, I I didn't know what to call it, so I just called it Astrobot. So everything right. that has to do with Astrobot, like the player rooms, everything that we've done so far. I mean, everything they've done has been fantastic. Like it's been amazing, and I cannot wait to. You know, they're not done. Like so, I cannot wait to see what else they're going to do. I think they've said that they're that that studio is focusing on making more Astro Bot experiences. Good, correct. Just in time for PSVR (sighs) two. Let that be a launch title. (laughs) That dude, it's like that's what they do, right? That's what they did with Mm -hmm. the Astro Bot Rescue Mission came out with the PSVR one. Playroom (laughs) came out with PlayStation Five. It just makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, number five is uh, Everybody's Golf, which is what it's called now, or Hot Shots Golf that we've known for a while. Um, I absolutely adore. I love these games. Like that is just like real realistic golfing games are not for me, but I I play the hell out of these games all day. Uh, number four, Fable. I absolutely love the Fable series. Cannot wait to see what Microsoft does with it. I'm so excited it's coming back. Uh, number three, God of War. I've even I, I've I've enjoyed God of War through all the years, through everything except for Ascension. Uh, but uh, <laughs> in the new, the new, the new God of War is fantastic, and can't wait for Ragnarok. Uh, number two, Spider-Man. I mean, like this, you know, this it's Spider-Man story and everything. I mean, it's just so good. Um, and then number one, uh, Ratchet and Clank. I every time the Ratchet and Clank's coming out, I'm super like the new one coming out in June. I cannot, I <laughs> cannot wait. And I will have that beat in like a week. Like that's just the way those games always are for me. Um, adding Bethesda, I added two franchises for Bethesda, not the Elder Scrolls. So mine are different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, for me, the first one I added was Doom, and I put that in the number four spot. So basically, Siphon Filter and Siren get knocked off here. So then, so adjust everything accordingly. Uh, so Doom, I put at number four. Um, absolutely love. I've, I've always been a big fan of Doom, and everything they've been doing recently has just been awesome. Um, I, I almost forgot that the the Doom Three VR is coming out at the end of end of March here. I'm so curious and cannot wait to see what that's going to be like. I mean, Doom Three is still scary as hell. I can't even imagine that in VR. It's going to be <laughs> insane. Um, and then, I mean, and then now it's just a metal 
blow shit up fast and i love it <laughs> <laughs> i absolutely love it and then the other series i add and i have been a fan since day one of this franchise i will buy every single one that comes out it is my number one ip and that is wolfenstein yeah i always loved wolfenstein i've always have wolfenstein i will continue to love wolfenstein even when they throw me a young blood, I will oh, see, except for young blood. Did you ever get to young blood? Did you ever play their VR I, game? They put I have out? Played, yeah, I've not played Cyber Pilot, but I just saw that it was on sale for ten dollars, and I'm really tempted to grab it now because it's on sale for ten bucks. It was only like twenty bucks to begin with, but hey, ten bucks is better. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's the only one I haven't played, and I I really want to. I'm thinking about grabbing that to check it out. So I heard I heard a lot of mixed things about it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think it'd be cool to play that in VR. But yeah, and then Youngblood, I also have not played since they added like the pause functionality and they made it all the. I haven't played it since launch. And like, because the launch was just a mess. Like, but I hear it's a lot better now and it's on Game Pass. So I'll, I got I should, I should probably jump, re download that and jump back into it and try to give it another go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, but the Wolfenstein, I mean, there was the one that was just called Wolfenstein that was on 360. It was the red cover. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Oh, yeah. Before. Like, Barely anyone bought it. Like it was like it actually sold pretty poorly, like for Wolfenstein standards. But man, like that one was so good. Like it was so good. like I bought that day one. It was it was I loved I loved every minute of it. And then the, the new ones have just been just incredible, or what they've been doing with it, which which makes me very excited for Indiana Jones because it's Machine Head again. So that that does make me really excited for Indiana Jones. But hopefully, Wolfenstein Three is not too far behind. Okay. So mine, it, it, and you'll see this, the order of the list is just going to go PlayStation into Microsoft because that's the order that I had in my sheet here when I started deleting names out. Um, so I have the Horizon series. Anyone who's listened to me on this podcast for the last two years knows how I feel about that. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, Ratchet & Clank. Um, I put Uncharted and Last of Us in like, the same thing because they're mm. both, it's the same gameplay and they both have great storytelling. Uh, if you told me to pick one or the other, I would have Uncharted on this list and like, probably wouldn't have Last of Us on this one. Um, but they're similar enough games to me that I just put them in one line. I just put Naughty Dog game, whatever. I'll allow it. For sure. Yep. Um, <laughs> I put MLB, MLB The Show on here. For now, this still applies. But um, possibly the best sports simulation game out there. Um, I think the general consensus is it's between that and NBA 2K. Uh, yeah, God, I, 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 sorry, I, real quick, MLB 21. I keep... I, I buy baseball like once every like five years. Yeah, and I think it might be this year. Get the next gen because it looks so good, and they're doing a really good job of keep popping up on my my like YouTube and Twitter feed. <laughs> so like they just keep showing up. I'm like, man, that looks great. That looks like fun. I jumped I jumped into the stress test on Xbox for a little bit, and oh, yeah. it looks good, uh, really good. It's I, really really smooth. I need to see it at some point because it looked and ran good on. PS4, so I'm curious. It's uh, it's, it's really the... impressive. Like I don't know if the the one I don't know if the stress test on Xbox is like the Series X version or not. Like like I, I'm assuming it is, but I, I'm not 100. I like there's no like indication on it. Right. Um. But uh, it's uh. Yeah. It looks really good. Um. <laughs> I was I did have a bunch of their various accounts followed on Twitter, and I had to unfollow them all because every time I see Fernando Tatis Jr. And his success, <laughs> it stings just a little bit as a White Sox fan. I hear you, man. <laughs> um, so the next one I had, uh, 
I don't have any personal experience with this, but it is a huge IP, and it's only gotten bigger after their last entry. Uh, God of War, um, it kind of took on a whole new life of its own after the uh, 2018 game came out. God, I keep forgetting you haven't played that game yet. Yep. Have it. Oh my god, that's right. Oh. Have it downloaded. Right. Listen, if I play that, I have to play less Rainbow Six. and. That might give you some... <laughs> Just not gonna happen. I, I just poured. Is a good. I just poured. I just poured seventy hours into Yakuza. Okay. <laughs> and how do you feel about that? I really yeah. enjoyed it. I was really frustrated that I couldn't do uh, New Game Plus on the uh, PS5 version. So I feel about it. Oh uh, I dude. I wish. I hope someday they fix that for you. Um. <clears throat> the next two, not really my cup of tea, but they are the absolute best at what they do and. You know, in one case, it's the only product like that I know. So I have Forza on here. That's, I think, pretty widely considered the best racing sim game out there, or, you know, whether it's Horizon or Motorsport. Um, I have Flight Simulator on here. They put one out every handful of years. Oh, God, and, and, when, and when they do, I mean, it's it's the only flight sim game out there. And there are people who have full multi-thousand dollar setups to simulate their chair being an airplane cockpit. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> and nobody, nobody else puts out anything that even comes close to it. Um, I have Hellblade on here. While that, while I did hit a frustrating point with the gameplay in that one, I I do appreciate what they were doing with the psychological aspect of it, and you know this, the way they worked the sound and the visuals, and brought in psychologists and psychiatrists to consult on it. It really was something else. Um, and it's, the it's still one of the most unique gaming experiences I've ever had. Yes, and then the last one I have on here is basically the uh damn I had a term for this. Basically the starter drug for a lot of kids when it comes to video games Minecraft. They took such gateway. a <laughs> they just took us it's the the gateway drug, there we go. They took such a simple premise and have done so much with that and put it on everything and kids everywhere play it. It's used in classrooms now. I've heard doctors tell parents to have their kids play it just to have, you know, virtual Legos basically that you can play mm -hmm. with and if you're in the creative mode there. So that's my list of 10. So I had three Bethesda titles I put in here. Um, Wolfenstein I had in here just because I, the recent entries they've put in with that game, I love what they've done. Um, and then, I mean, historically it was one of the first big name FPS games out there right, right alongside Doom. So, uh, one of the games that got that started. Uh, I have Fallout on here, in spite of the Bethesda jank. Uh, <laughs> they they do put out some some great games where it's it's literally just you can do anything. You can walk into an area where you're supposed to talk to a person and have them throughout the whole game, and you can shoot them and they're gone. Your game yep. changes. Um, you can blow you up lose a mission forever because you blow up a town. And you, you can blow up Megaton. You need to have all the achievements and follow three art. Did they take that on oh. Game Pass? It was on Game Pass. Uh, I don't know. Should we download it and play to that part? It's not that long. Actually, yeah, I was like, my save might actually be still there. Don't You don't want the save. You want to start over so you can go back and have Megaton there, not blow it up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then I, uh, <laughs> I, I included Elder Scrolls just because... All the the list of games they had the Game Pass are all hits. Like there's there's not a miss in that series of whatever four games, five games they had the Game Pass. Um, and they have ridiculous staying power, as Skyrim will show you. Mm -hmm. Um, 
they can put it out for a decade on every platform and still sell millions of copies and have people buy it multiple times. So those are the three I added in. The three I would take out for those would be Forza, Flight Simulator, and Hellblade. Um, so I guess like my overall synopsis of this is, you know, yes, Bethesda does change things, but not, I mean, changed it not, not that much as far as like shifting the balance of power, I feel. My thought when I put my list together is, man, Bethesda makes a bunch of great Game Pass games. Because, yeah. like, I, I dip my toe in a prey. I dip my toe into Dishonored. Um, oh, is that what I was thinking of? Oh, uh, Evil Within. So, like, all the, like I, I, try, I dip my toe into a bunch of those games and nothing really hooked me for whatever reason. But just, like, they make good games. But like I, I'm not like standing in line or pre-ordering these these things. There's not like it's not like a huge event when these put a, they put a new game out outside of Elder Scrolls, outside of Fallout. Like everything else is kind of just like you know, right building up their catalog. But it, yeah, it, I mean, one thing I'll uh, give Bethesda their, their studios credit for: they're not afraid to try new things. No, like they they, ha- they have their state. You know, they have their Fallout's. They have their Elder Scrolls. Uh, you know, they have, you know, Doom that are, their, like, those are their pillars that, you know, these are these franchises, they've been successful, we're going to keep doing more, you know, in this realm of gaming, but then they do throw their, you know, their Dishonored out there and, you know, Evil Within, and they, they try a bunch of different things, and some of them hit, and some of them fall flat, and, you know, I mean, that that's going to happen if you're trying new things and not just, you know, putting out the same thing year after year. Right, and um, then, like, 15 years later, they put out Rage 2. Right. You know, what I mean, just like you know, for real. I mean, but like, they'll, they'll, if they have an idea, it's just like I, they feel right. very, um, you know, comfortable with like putting something like that out, which I totally applaud because you never know what's gonna stick, you never know what's gonna hit, and it, all these games all have like rabid fans too. Right. So that's not an accident. Right. No, absolutely. And I think it's like for me, like, you know, like I said, you know, I, that's why they're on my list. I mean, Wolfenstein and Doom, they, 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 you know. I, I just I just absolutely enjoy those all all the time and but uh, but like things like you know like the Elder Scrolls games. <laughs> this is gonna be great for me because I always buy them when they come out. I play them for like two three days. How many times have you bought Skyrim? Mm-hmm. How but, many uh, times have you bought, bought Skyrim? I bought Skyrim. Let's see. I bought it with an Xbox and Switch. So twice, only twice. Did you buy uh, a PSVR? I I've resisted the VR one. Um, which oh, yeah, is, my, wait, I take that back. My, which was very mine difficult. Was <laughs> my, my, my PSVR came with Skyrim. So that's oh, okay. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I wanted to... I want, like, so many times I've, I've been wanting to grab the VR one, but I'm just like, no, just don't do it. Like, I just want to check it out, but it's like, I don't waste the money because you're not going to play <laughs> it. Um, uh, but like, that's, and that's the thing like with a lot of... Because like, it was funny because like, when we're going down this list, I'm like, well, let me look and see what was just added to Game Pass. So I'm like, this is the all these games for me are like the type of game where I play it for like a couple days. Like it, it's great. Like it's good. It's just not for me. Like personally, yeah. like fallout fallout four, when it was added to game pass for the first time I downloaded, it. I was like, you know what? let me try this again. I, I played it for like, I played for like four hours, like the first day. Like I'm like, this is, I'm like, Oh, this is great. Like I actually, I, I don't know why I didn't get into this before. Never loaded it up again. Like that's just like, I don't know what it is. It's just like, that's just the way it is for me. Like with those type of games. So like so this is a so for me like the Bethesda thing this is great for Game Pass because like gives me that chance to let's see if something catches or not like when I was going through my funk and I was like 
loading up games. I loaded up Dishonored, um, the definitive edition. I, I played the first like 20 minutes. I'm like, this is cool. I'm like, let me see what else there is. And then I don't, I honestly don't think I'm going to go back to it. Like, <laughs> but like one thing, I, another thing about Bethesda is like, I can't point to a game where I'm just like, nah, I don't play that at all. Like everything's just like, I'll give it a spin. What? I'll try it yep. out. And that's yep. that's what a perfect Game Pass game is. Like, yep. it's worth enough time for me to download it, try it. If it works out for me, cool. If not, then whatever. But I'm not at no point if I ever look at the Bethesda and be like, I'm not trying that at all. That's stupid. I'm not. I'm not playing that game. That game's not for me. Hundred percent. I, I I did that with Rage Two, but that's only because it was coming out right around the same time as Borderlands Three, and I was sold on Borderlands Three. And they seemed very similar <laughs> in concept. And it's also very similar to the Far Cry New Dawn. Oh, yeah, New expansion. Dawn. New Dawn, thank you. Yep. So, yep. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's... It, it, and it sounds like from the way Phil Spencer's talking, like, their expectations with this are kind of in line with what, we're ta- what you guys have said and what I agree with is that, like, this is great for Game Pass. Because, like, not everyone's going to have the time or attention span to, like, even if, you know, say... Fallout's your thing. You you love Fallout. You'll play it till the end of time. If you pour, you know, whatever, eighty hours into one of those games, you may you're probably not gonna go out and buy, you know, Wolfenstein. But maybe when you decide I don't want to, you know, drift through the wasteland one day, you know, you, ah, Wolfenstein's on here. Let's let's see what this is about. And maybe maybe it grabs you. Maybe it hooks you. If nothing right. else, if nothing else, you can sit there and you know, you can say and Microsoft can say, look at everything you're getting for your fifteen bucks a month. Look at everything you have just, available to you. It just keeps getting better. And it it's just keeps getting better. It, it, it really does. And it's not like they're they're not bloating their numbers here with low quality like sh- you know shovelware indie games to say oh we have a thousand games. It's no we we just added twenty games to Game Pass and they're at the, you know in their time that. they I were yes we 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 added. We just had a but load thirty. But load is no, oh, that's 40. right. Ass ton, ton, ton is thirty. Ass ton is. I gotta write this down. A baker's ass ton is thirty two. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if you go back and play, you know, what was one of the games? Doom nineteen ninety three. Okay, that's probably not going to be a top of the line title right now, but in its day, it was great, and some people like to go back and play those retro type games. And how fun is it? That, yeah, how fun is it just to be there? Right. You know what I mean? Just like. And, you know, there's going to be some kid who's, who stumbles on that and be like, oh, I've seen this in movies and TV shows. You know, and then it, look, you got like four more Doom titles yeah. to play when you're done with that one. Doom 64, by the way, go play it. Like, it's, <laughs> this is not on Game Pass. Seriously, like, I never played it when it was on 64. I, I bought it for five bucks when it came out last year on Switch. Yeah. And, oh, my God, like, it's... It's great. It's it's great. So like the fact that it's on like it's on Game Pass. So like I'm, I'm probably gonna jump on Game Pass to get it to to get it and, tr- and go again. Because also with the Xbox, it's nice, you know, 60 frames and everything like that, and the four and quote unquote 4K, um, and everything. But like, but like it's and and I'll, I'll take some achievements while I'm at it. I, that's oh well, yeah. The only thing, the only thing shutting down Nintendo right now. That's why I'm gonna, <laughs> that's why I'm gonna, that's why I'm gonna load up Octopath too next week. Uh, you know, good old achievements. But um, but I mean, but, but like that's the thing. Like a lot of people actually didn't like Doom 64 was you know it's just Nintendo 64. So you never had a 64, you never played. Yeah, so, right. Like this is, this is awesome. Like this is a great great opportunity for that. Like it's it's fantastic. So yeah, I can I pick. I think, it, like like everything else I talk about here, it's it's 
keeping your expectations in check. You know, if you're expecting this to, you know, they acquired Bethesda and now Xbox is going to outsell PlayStation three to one as far as hardware goes, I, your expectations are unrealistic. If you think this is going to pump up their Game Pass subscriber numbers a little bit, yeah, it probably is. Because it, it, and if it doesn't do it now, it'll do it when Starfield comes out, or it'll do it oh when God. you know Fallout Five comes out, or the next well, Elder Scrolls, or whatever it is. And that's and that's that's the key. When those come out, I am very I'm going to be very curious to see what those system sales look like. Because by that time too, by the time those come out, there should be plenty full of systems available. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I am very curious to see what those numbers are going to look like. Yeah, remember when my original plan was just like, oh, I'll just wait to buy a next-gen console until I see the stores? How dumb that would have been <laughs> if I would have done that? Stupid you've been, you've been waiting until about uh, 2025. Still don't say I haven't seen one yet. Um, no. Mm-mm. Oh, all right. I, I want to go right. Good luck with these, too. I hear these are impossible. The, the headset's impossible, too. Forget it. Um, all right. I want to I want to spend one second talking about the first party Microsoft Studios. So three years ago is when they had their first buying spree. Is that right? Three at E3. I want to say about three years ago now. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Something like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we still haven't really had that influx of games from them come out yet, right? Yeah, we right. had grounded. What else? Gears 5. Oh, no, Gears 5 doesn't count. They already, they already Ble- had that. Bleeding Edge. Ble- oh, Bleeding Edge. Thank I you mean, for remembering should... Bleeding Edge. <laughs> it's dead now already. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, and like, I think that's it? Yeah, I have no idea. From their new, from their new studios. Right. Yeah. Okay. In, in, well, like, take... Go ahead and make your point before I jump in. No, my, my, no that is my point. It is like, but in, <laughs> in three years... We've gotten a game that's in early access and a game that's dead. Right. Um, so when, when, when I mean, we know some of them. Like we know Perfect Dark exists. We know Fable exists. We know some of these other games exist. But like, when do we start seeing the actual like AAA first party games from Microsoft come out on a more regular basis? I don't this know. Fall. This fall. I think. I think this fall is when it's going to start. Like, there's going to be one or two this fall. Like, I, it's still going to be slow. Don't get me wrong. Like, but I think this fall we're going to get one or two. E3 is going to show off. Like, they're basically going to kind of do what. An E3. Um, it's funny. Well, E3, you know, I, quote unquote E3. Like, we know it's it, like they already kind of say it's going to be digital. Yeah. So Microsoft will have their yeah. digital thing, and um, but uh, but it's going to be like. Uh, Kind of like how like Fallout Four was, you know, like with how they announced it, and then it came out in the fall. I expect two pretty big titles to happen like that for Xbox in the fall. That we don't have, or not necessarily even a first announced, but like ones that we currently don't have dates for. Like that one that okay. Rare's working on. That uh, what was that? What's that one called? Um, something oh, wild. Yeah. Oh my god. It looks awesome. It looks it looks pretty. I'm curious to yeah. see more on it. But but I, I I have a good feeling that one will be out in the fall, um, and then um, it won't be Hellblade because we have not seen enough of Hell. I, I don't think we've seen enough of Hellblade yet. You shut your mouth, uh, oh, dude. I, I, I want it to be Hellblade. <laughs> Trust me, I want it to be Hellblade. But I think it's gonna be one more that we don't currently know about that they're that they're gonna announce 
and then from one of those studios, it will be out in the fall. Um, and it sounds like Forza might be in the fall too. I I just I wait, man. I I maybe next time we can go down with the first parties and like what they're making because like I I can't even I I don't even know. That's like, not a bad idea. Those, I don't know if all those all, all those new studios like I don't know if we know much of what anyone's doing right now. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the point I was gonna make. Like even even the games that we know that they're working on, so the new Fable and Perfect Dark and stuff like that, like. We know they're working on it, but we don't actually know what they're doing with it. We don't have a good yeah. idea of like what it looks like, what you know, what's changed, what's new, what's shiny. At least with, with the Bethesda stuff they're getting, like these are known entities. You know, there's been a Wolfenstein mm-hmm. game out in the past three years. There's been a Fallout game out in the past five years. Right. You, you kind of know what you're getting with what they can produce. So, um, I think that adds a little more I don't know, luster or cachet to the whole you know, Game Pass experience in the Microsoft first-party studios. Um, and that's not to say that I doubt that those studios they acquired three years ago or started from the ground up, whatever, they won't put out good stuff, but I just don't think we know enough about what what those teams can do to sit there and be like, yeah, let's, this is going to be a home run, no doubt. You know, and a bunch, of those, a bunch of those studios were either just launching a game. Right. Or like or like double fine. They've been working on Psychonauts two forever. So like a lot of those studios, I, I don't know where they're at in, in their development. I mean, it's been three years, so I mean, maybe some stuff's coming out sometime in the near future, but it's gonna be interesting, man. If yep. Psychonauts two does not come out this fall, I'll be shocked. <laughs> for how long that game's been in development. I mean, now and, and and they've had Microsoft money for like that was like one of the first like announcement that was like yeah. an E3, you know. So like we're we're talking like two years of Microsoft, at least two years almost of Microsoft money. If that game does not come out in the fall, like I I'll be shocked. Like Phil's got to be talking to Tim. Like they got to be he's got to be like pushing them. Like hey man, where are we? What's going on here? Like we got to get this out. <laughs> I, I will I will say that I do appreciate Microsoft's like patience on all this stuff too. Like I oh again, absolutely the, like the the whole like Cyberpunk cautionary tale deal. Like I would, I got plenty to do. I got plenty to play. Let's let's let's, let's <laughs> get, get it right. Let's, yeah, exactly. Like it's let let's do that. So yeah, it's it's. I don't know. This is interesting, man. I I think the, I think all these studios. I mean, they have so many studios now working for making Xbox games. Let's let's see some let's see some fruits of these fruits of the labor here. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a feeling that it's going to slowly trickle to fall 2021, and then 22 is going to be an explosive year for Xbox. I just had this gut feeling. All right. I'll put something together for you guys. I'll put a list of all the first-party studios. Let's do PlayStation 2 and see what, if we That'd know what they're working on. If we, and if we don't know what they're working on, I think we should, we should speculate. Sweet. Okay, speculation is Speculation fun. and rumors are awesome. Yes, especially when people think the facts. Um, let's, see if, let's see if we can make a, a rumor go viral. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> okay, we got to. We, we, we should think of some good ones. <laughs> yeah. What was the, what was the movie that had that in there? It's like you got to believe it, or you're not gonna know. <laughs> it was Seinfeld. Was it Seinfeld? No, no, it was like. It's not a lie a if you believe like, it. No, no, not that. It was like someone like we gotta make a rumor up, where like this like actor is like like choking people, and then they like then then the, I God, what was that? From. <laughs> oh, it's gonna kill me. I'm gonna figure out the second we sign off. Oh, it doesn't matter. All right, I think we got two. That. We got two weeks to figure it out. We'll we'll okay. kick off the our our speculations with that. 
You know what? Just pick a movie and say it. We'll start that rumor, too. <laughs> I like it. Perfect. All right, that sounds like a plan. All right, we'll see you next time, Snakeheads.